All right, then. All right. Yeah. Don't know what that was about. Very um, strange. Do you guys got the uh, headphones in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got headphones can on. Can you hear us? Okay. I, I can hear you guys. I just also heard myself through the call, so I was con- I was confused. <laughs> oh. uh, no, we definitely have headphones in. We're I here. guess I'm just projecting really well today. <laughs> you are projecting very well I'm... today. <laughs> very well, you are projecting today. Well, there's a performing. song. Performing. Performing to the song back. coming on. Yes, I... it's on No, I, I don't feel a song at all. <laughs> Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? No. Wouldn't just no. No. Okay. <laughs> June, you're gonna annoy him. I'm sorry, Josh. I didn't have one to annoy you. are gonna annoy him. Okay, no, it's just, I. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not feeling the song in my heart today, June. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry. know when. I don't know how. But I know something's starting right now. Okay, I'll stop. Uh-oh. Uh, Carolyn, did you guys uh, go on, like, a Disney bend today? Or, we like, a Little Mermaid? Did. Yeah. We did. We do have Disney the Disney Channel on the, so, yes. on the, the Disney streaming shows. service. Ooh, we watched Emperor's New Groove while we were cleaning. Such it a good movie. It was fun. I love Boom, that baby. movie. Such oh, a good God. movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lava and we're going to watch Robin Hood on the weekend. Squeaker, squeak, squeak him. <laughs> yeah. It's, that is, like, that is probably my favorite Disney, is it like a straight up Disney or is it like oh, just yeah. Disney adjacent? It is. No, it's no, it's, it's Disney. It's yeah, real Disney. Uh, one of their last uh, <laughs> traditional two D animations. Um, the thing is, with Emperor's New Groove, is it wasn't like their headliner for the year. Like sometimes they'll do their, like their prestige pieces. You know, your your Disney princess films, right? Um, and then they'll do slightly more offshoot ones. And I forget what year it came out, but I think it was like. Around the same year they did Atlantis, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Anyways. I um, mean, they were doing a lot of experimental movies yeah. that year. Let me just uh, Google There, there was like a three or four year stretch where it was just like... 12 years ago. In, in the mid-2000s where it was like, wait, what? Like I was looking at the, the Disney Plus list. Sorry? 12 to 15 years ago? Yeah, I was looking at no, the Disney Plus list. No, you're both wrong. Annual. Oh. Oh. It's, yeah. it's in the... two. It's 2000. Oh, really? okay. What else yeah. came out that year? Let's find out. Uh, what would we call this? Probably Disney release. Disney animated feature films by year. Or just look on Internet Movie Database and search the name of the movie. Here. Let's see. Um... Here we go. In list of Disney picture films, uh, feature film by decade. Uh, let's skip past all of the problematic thirties, forties, and fifties. <laughs> all right. Uh, in nineteen nineties and oh my god. George of the Jungle was released in 1997. Oh, I love that movie. I, I do, really too. I, I'm not sure how uh, I haven't watched it recently. Uh, still pretty good. Couple problematic things from mm. the era, but, I mean, still still solid. Uh, let's see. Uh, you are correct. Atlantis came out in the same... Uh, no, a year later in 2001. Uh, 
the recess movie schools out was 2001 as well uh let's see uh emperor's new groove came out alongside dinosaur uh the tigger movie and fantasia 2000 but i don't think that was an animated right fantasia 2000 yeah it was it was oh uh monsters inc was 2001 oh uh lilo and stitch was 2002 treasure planet was 2002 yeah i mean there was some good stuff 2003 but like Mm. oh my god i can't believe that was 20 years ago i feel so old now i know Uh, okay yeah okay found the list i'm looking for yeah so the um emperor's new grave was 2000 it Mm. had little mermaid 2 an extremely goofy movie and the tigger movie uh, oh, and Dinosaur. Dinosaur was their big picture that year. It, I did uh, not... Do you, remember, do you remember Dinosaur? Yeah. yeah I don't exactly. remember Dinosaur. Yeah, I did not love that. it. Uh, I don't know if I've heard of that thing. Yeah. And I'm then sure extremely... if you saw it, you would recognize it, Carolyn. Probably, it's just... but right now I can't even think about it. So yeah, two I'll two do... sequels. What's um, it called? Dinosaur? Yeah, the Tigger just movie. straight up which... Dinosaur. Uh, I never, I never saw, but I heard like it was really heartwarming. Um, basically, Tigger goes looking for his family, and then, as I understand, at the end of the movie, is all of the uh, Hundred Acre Woods gang in like Tigger costumes. Is, is kind of the end of the film. I remember it. It was cute. Yeah. So. I've never even heard of this stupid dinosaur movie. Yeah. yeah Seems yeah. pointless. I, I did watch it because it was like cutting edge three D animation. Um, there's a reason they hooked up with Pixar. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Dinosaur just... was not a Pixar movie. It was Disney's attempt to do in-house 3D, which... Oh, uh, but they failed. It wasn't yeah. great. I mean, they, they did the DreamWorks thing where it's like, none of our characters are memorable, so that we'll just give them the, like, the half-smile eyebrow raise thing, and it's just like, okay, come on, guys, Weird. let's... Yeah. It, from what I recall, it was all the major plot beats from Land Before Time, but with like none of the charm. Mm. Uh, or I could be just completely misremembering it. Um, it was about the extinction event. That's, yeah. It, it was literally about yeah. uh, the dinosaurs were going to die from the world ending catastrophe and stuff. It's it was not a good film. It was no. a it was a bad film. Yeah, that's, weird. that's why I never watched it. Yeah, that that was anyways that that was what Emperor's New Groove was up against, and I think like they were expecting Emperor's New Groove to be like filler, and it but turned it out to be one amazing. of the best movies that they have in there. Yeah, like oh, I got know. it. The dino- oh. dinosaur. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Ice Age, but reverse and without any of the humor. Yes. Yeah, I remember it was like it was trying to be a serious drama, which was also like what? Well, a serious kid drama. Kid drama. Yeah, it was. But yeah, like there wasn't like it wasn't a air quotes like fun movie. It was. A... <laughs> it was not a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was semi serious. Anyways, uh, Josh, how has your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been fine. Uh, I'm. I, this is my weekend we're recording on a Wednesday which is a little mm. different for us as well but uh, this is these are my days off because um, uh, my schedule sucks <laughs> um, but uh, you know did the Christmas shopping good, good. yeah got that out of the way um, 
fixed a problem with the bank, which is just an adult thing that you have to do mm-hmm. sometimes. Been there, yeah. June, how would you know? We've established that you're 22. <laughs> you're talking to a 30-year-old person who has yeah. no savings. We yeah, established I, this. I also transitioned. So you want to talk bank issues. Let's oh talk about okay, that. Fair enough. Did, so did I tell you the story? Issues. Holy crap. So uh, is it not is it going to be like the horrible burn story that I had to cut from the last episode? Or? Oh, <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. So when I transitioned, um, I, it was also around the same time that I was buying my condo. Yeah. So, uh, you know, had had a healthy inheritance that was going towards the down payment. So not really a problem there. Um, everything is in place. And then I just have to get a bank draft. So I go into the bank. And, uh, they're like, oh, um, you know, you don't, you don't look like a, you know, old name. And, and I'm like, okay, there's, there's notes on file though. Right. Um, and I didn't have my new ID yet. So I didn't, I didn't have photo ID that like, Uh. like it was my old picture. Um, and they're like, gee, the ID doesn't match. We're not too sure about this. And I'm like, and so I had to do like low voice, like, okay, do you, do you believe that I am who I say I am. And the guy's like, well, yes, but you know, we got to be like process or, you know, due diligence or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you, you believe me that I am who I say I am. Like you believe that this is my money. I need this money today kind of thing. And then they went to a manager and the manager's like, what are you doing? Just give them their money. And I don't know. It was just this like ridiculous, humiliating I mean, okay, and then so there the... was the whole big Scotiabank issue. Oh yeah, Scotiabank is its own. Being, we, we don't need to tell that story, but they're being huge jerks. Yeah, the bank is the land of the dead. Name like yeah. I, I, I get that it's. I guess I get that it's a bank and not like a Chuck E. Cheese. Like they have to be. Uh, they have to be strict about how they give money out it's that you can't just go to a sandpit and dig up Chuck E. Cheese tokens it is it is a financial institute I understand all that but my issue comes down to like we have to be beyond this as a society before things get better and like the 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 manager coming in and being like yeah we have all this information just fucking cut the check because i mean yeah. at that point the, the manager's like give them their money otherwise we'll have to give them all of their money and probably a libel suit or a lawsuit or whatever and yeah like to be clear like i had all of my id with me i had every piece of id that that they could want um you know like i was wearing makeup but it was still like you could tell it was me right it wasn't it wasn't like I'd had facial reconstructive surgery or anything. I still had the same bone structure, the same. I, yeah. I gotta say, I do kind of like the, oh, you don't look like dead name. And then you're just being like, yeah, that's literally the point. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so no, I have I have had banking headaches in my uh, 22 we agreed upon. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 22 years. You yeah. don't look uh, a day older than 22. I will go for that. But she barely looks 16. Oh, Carolyn's no. a grave robber. 
No, sorry, I, cradle. a cradle robber. That's, that's a wrong, you wrong, wrong direction. direction with that. What? Weird job. I'm, I'm only slightly offended. Let's talk about something different. Yes, now. let's talk about Carolyn. So, Carolyn, how was your week? Different now. It was great. Things went well. Nothing went wrong. We sang in choir on Sunday, which was a Ooh, lot of fun. That was really fun. We went to a fun market on yeah. Saturday called Market Collective. Mm-hmm. And work is going good. And what else? What else have we been doing? Oh, we're moving at the beginning of January. So we've been getting ready for that. Yeah, and Josh. And we got a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Did we ask you if you want to help us move? Don't, don't worry if you uh, are not. I yeah. mean, it's ultimately going to depend on when it is because i the aforementioned my schedule sucks january um, 4th yeah january 4th we sent you a facebook thing i am so rarely on facebook but i will check well, um, sent Kamala one too so oh I, well i'm sure she got it then and she probably told me about it but i also have a tendency to kind of drift in and out of conversations mm. i mean this is part of the reason why I like the podcast, because I can ramble with my friends for an hour. And then, you know, a couple of days later, I check back and it's like, oh, right. I, we did have that conversation. This is what we talked about. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. And I'm genuinely concerned about my brain. Brain. Uh, uh, let's, st- brain. <laughs> let's start the show. Welcome to everything is the worst the official scudsworth.com podcast i am of course your host josh and the man behind the website at scudsworth.com and with me we are uh once again uh missing uh our fourth host Haley. uh Haley, we miss you so much come miss- back to the podcast Haley. yeah so so we are going to be riding this unbalanced ATV of friendship and fun, June. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, we already went over everybody's week, so oh. do you just want to say something to make yourself sound cool to all of our friendly strangers on the internet? To make myself sound cool. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> chili they... dogs. Yes, chili dogs. And... um. Uh, what's what's a fun catchphrase? Caroline, I need a catchphrase. I mm. don't have one of those. Uh, wiggity whack yo yo. Oh my god, I feel like you're gonna try to sell me Capri Sun or something in the nineties. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Ooh, Capri Sun, man, that that is like it brings me back to my childhood and like warm sunny days just enjoying the cool breeze and oh having God, a refreshing so okay i'll stop uh. a pouch of sunny d <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what is it capri sun that's the one capri not sunny sun, d. whatever sunny d oh my goodness I, I i remember like that was one of the maybe not one of the first products but it's definitely a product that stands out in my mind where you like see the commercial and and then say to yourself okay i'll try this product and then it it's just it's, it's bad. It's, it, it's getting just, punched in the mouth with a sugar orange. It's it's like, like okay, I'm one of maybe six people on the planet who genuinely enjoys McDonald's orange drink. Gross. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's I, so watery. I okay. So gross, I, it yeah. was. It was. I remember from a kid. I haven't had it in years, so maybe maybe it's just nostalgia. But I liked it. Um, yeah, Sunny D. Oh, bleh, bleh. No, no good. Um, anyways, 
what else makes me? I'm not cool, kids. I'm sorry to disappoint. I am. I'm oh my god! June right now just put on four pairs of sunglasses, doing a kickflip off of a vert ramp, and she's also spinning two fidget spinners. She's the coolest person in the room. Of yes, of course you know it. And you I, I just it. pulled a ten sixty degree flip spin because <laughs> clearly, yeah. Dude, uh, I'm trying so hard. You gotta work with me blasting here. Blasting my boombox. Uh, boom wait, uh, wait. Um, getting some. Okay, beats. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> in got... West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the oh my god, my bones are <laughs> turning to dust. Jim, stop. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, <laughs> Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn, quick, pull us out of this this nose diving tailspin, <laughs> and you say something cool and relatable for the kids. Uh, hello. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh my God! Or whatever your holiday uh, tradition might entail. Yeah, uh, that thing. Be it um, Christmas Kwanzaa. or Kwanzaa or uh, Festivus or or just enjoying you know the the snow. The, the bright colors and and, and the snow and non-denominational the um and and hanukkah also hanukkah, hanukkah. Uh, how did we how did we end up in a worst place than June trying Fine. to sell us Kool-Aid? You fix it then. Yeah, make us cool, you Josh. You're the it. cool one. You fix it. You, you're no, you're I have... Jeff. You no, fix it. What? I'm what? Uh, from I've, I've been, been watching, watching Community. Community. Oh, okay. You need to uh, fix this. So this is a podcast where we talk about news articles <laughs> on the internet. Um, we're... Um, we're, <laughs> did you check out the new Fortnite dance? No. Uh, Wait, Fortnite. Well, since when do you play? I know Haley plays Fortnite. Do you play Fortnite weird. now? What happened to you, Josh? I thought I knew you. This is the weirdest podcast we've ever had. We're lost without Haley. We're lost. Haley, how can you do this to we're us? We're lost without us. her. Again, again. I look. I did start this by saying we're going to barrel through a uh, uh, unbalanced ATV. So let's just <laughs> let's let's take that ramp. I believe awesome. we can do it. Like the Dukes of Hazard in the car on fire with the arrows and the dino. I never watched the show. June, tell me about. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? Did you guys watch Dukes of Hazard? Is... No. Um, no. I watched an episode or two and found it really boring. And that was well before I understood the racist undertones of there was the that. flag. Um, yeah. And again, I think, was it you and I talking last week about like static media is acceptable because it's static and fiction? <clears throat> and, um, it, and it doesn't have the ability to progress with time. Yeah. Yeah. With the understanding that like it's it's totally okay to watch and enjoy but if you're going to be sharing it with a younger generation, you really have to stop and explain the significance of certain things. <laughs> Um, the yeah. car was named the General Lee. I mean, I probably should have recognized the problematic elements of it in like high school. Okay, in <laughs> fairness, I had no concept of like. I didn't really understand that until honestly just a few years ago. Um, like I knew it was it. You know, it's one of those things where you you kind of hear people say, "Oh, that's that's kind of 
you know, uh, risque or, you know, controversial is, is, is a word that, uh, is grossly misused in cases like that. Um, yeah, I think that there was, I think it's fair to say that when the show came out, it came out during a period of very intense, well, the word to you, the word to describe it is whitewashing. And so for a lot of the people who enjoyed the show to have no clue of what was being omitted is reasonable, but yeah, it's one of those shows where like these days, no, no, you don't, you don't get to plead ignorance on this one. No. And I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's fine. But Anyways. the they did take the car off a bunch of jumps over the ravine and the yes. car home goes which I still think is super fun. But like the premise of the show is is really cute and fun and empowering empowering in a sense, right? Like for what it was, the show I think was a really good show. Uh like I said, it wasn't really my thing, but a lot of people really liked it and that's Fine. I mean, you could easily do an updated version and pull out all the problematic stuff because at the end of the day, it was a couple of white hicks uh, that caused mayhem for the local sheriff's department and never end up in prison. So, I mean, that's easy. It's literally jackass and uh, trailer park boys and like... There's stuff to work with that. It's just, yeah. Wasn't Johnny Knoxville in a Dukes of Hazzard remake? Oh my God, that did happen. Yeah. With uh, not Ashton Kutcher, the other guy. The other dudes were my car. Sean. Oh yeah, Sean Penn or Sean. No, no Sean, not. Uh, Sean, Sean William Scott. That's the guy, yes. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched it. I and Jessica Simpson, it. am I remembering that right? That sounds right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Should we should we dive into an article? Because we're, we're kind of all over uh, June, the place. June, June, yeah. pull us out. Get us, get us to something. It's please. like why are we talking about the Dukes of Hazard? I, I we're all over the place. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna listen to this tomorrow when I'm doing the edit and being like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> no one actually knows what we're talking we're about. Kind of all over the place. I don't even know what we're talking okay. about. Okay, so uh, this I haven't actually watched this show yet, but I thought it was really cool and wanted to talk about it. Uh, obviously trans-related, because that seems to be the only thing I talk about in my articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and also bird news, occasionally. And bird news, yes, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, Disney Plus, one of their new shows is um, Hero Project. And the premise of the show is, it's a reality show of sorts, or like a mini docu-series, where they focus on children who do heroic things. Um, so kind of drawing the parallels between like superheroes who get powers and do heroic things with them uh, for various personal reasons. And then like real life kids who do things that have really strong, positive change. Um, and the latest episode uh, stars a young woman named Rebecca, uh, who is a transgender youth uh, working with her family on projects from Garden State Equality. Um, and... Uh, let's see. What does it say? Um, okay, so it doesn't really go into a lot of detail of what she does other than she works for Garden State Equality. Um, basically, she's her focus is just creating representation, um, presumably for uh, gender diverse rights. Um, uh, oh, 
For those unfamiliar, uh, gender diverse is the correct way of saying uh, what might in the past have been called transgenderism or transness. Uh, if you're wondering what the correct term is, it's gender diversity, uh, as, as I understand it. Um, anyways, moving forward. So uh, she is quoted as saying, uh, it's really surprising and cool, but I also think that it's really important to have a transgender kid in one of these companies because representation is really helpful for kids who are going through their transition to know that they are not alone and that there are people fighting for them. And that really speaks to me personally because I remember being eight years old, questioning, knowing that I had to make a decision or figure things out and having no one to talk to and nowhere to go with it and being terrified to even broach the subject with somebody um, because of just very, very intense shame. Hmm. Um, so yeah, representation makes a huge difference. Just, just knowing that it's a subject that you can broach and explore, um, you know, regardless of what comes of it. And, and I think that it's really important for people who are, you know, wondering, maybe questioning to have that opportunity to self-discover. Yeah. Um, yeah. Growing sorry. Up, sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I'm just digging a little bit into uh, the comic and I guess the Hero Project is a TV sh a show? A yeah, it's a TV show. It's not, it, yeah, okay. Marvel still doesn't have any representation in the comics to speak of, really. Uh, I mean, there's another article that I read that goes into some more detail about like, gender diverse people in Marvel comics and it's not fantastic. Uh, there are gender diverse characters and uh, they are either non-human, um, you know, so like aliens or, uh, you know, divine beings, etc., to whom, you know, like human concepts of gender don't necessarily apply. Loki, for example, you know, changes his gender kind of on a whim, but it's more for personal amusement than anything directly related to his identity. Um, there was like a brief stint where he presented as female, uh, ran for a few months and then went back to presenting as male. Um, there is um, an angel named Sarah who is teamed with uh, Angela, who is Thor's sister and has her own complicated uh, publishing history but yeah uh, Sarah uh, being an angel um, not necessarily human although they do they do draw some parallels but like yeah the point is that oh and she's she's not in, in publication anymore that's another thing is that even when like they do introduce trans characters they don't tend to stick around and they're usually side characters um, uh, apparently uh, one of the squirrel girl sidekicks named Koi Boy is trans but it's not canonical that is to say that it's not actually in the comics the artist who drew him uh has drawn him wearing a binder um which is something that trans men wear to cover their chests i uh, mean it might not be canonical now but uh who is it chip sardesky uh who's helming the writing right now or is okay. it ryan north i can't remember uh, I'm not um sure. yeah uh but they uh, are pretty, like, on top of, uh, like, 
the social elements of it and talk about like all a lot of that stuff so i mean if it hasn't been addressed in the comics presently i'm sure they're you know just trying to figure out a good way to actually approach the subject uh, is playboy still around as a character uh he was when i dropped off reading it but that was more to do with the fact that i don't have time or money to keep up with with like yeah they are i just i i can buy like one comic a month at most and it's usually gonna be whatever uh manga i'm after at the time so i dropped off uh maybe a year or two into the squirrel girl stuff and koi boy did make an appearance okay that's cool yeah comics i i would i would love to read more comics than i do uh, at one point I was, I was reading comics regularly and then I sat down to do like my monthly budget and realized I was spending $200 a month on comics. Yeah, no, that tracks. And, and it wasn't like a ridiculous number of comics. I was pretty much just trying to stay on top of like X-Men, love X-Men. Uh, I had like one of the Spider-Man titles and then a few DC titles and yeah, 200 bucks a month, real easy. Um, anyways, uh, let's uh i'm just gonna round out uh i found a couple other articles Mm. there's uh it there is a comic actually featuring this character um so uh the marvel's hero project celebrates real life heroes with each episode highlighting a child who has quote dedicated their lives to selfless acts of bravery and kindness awesome uh so this week's episode focused on new jersey native rebecca Bruce Hoff, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, a 12-year-old trans girl who fights for LGBTQ equality uh, when the current administration rolled back protections for trans students, Rebecca joined local LGBTQ equality groups to campaign for LGBTQ inclusive education, becoming a role model for other trans uh, uh, students. Um, super awesome so as well as featuring rebecca on the show marvel has debuted a new comic featuring a superhero version of the young activist called mighty rebecca which is available to read for free online uh and in the story rebecca helps other children at an lgbtq community center after a vandal throws a brick through the window she shows them that they can only become stronger by being themselves. Aww. Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, cool. yeah, I think that that's awesome. And it, again, I think, I think we've talked about, like, you can't necessarily trust Disney has altruistic motives here, but it is a sign that, you know, they definitely feel that uh, the winds of public opinion are in their favor on this one. So yeah, and additionally here, just as a, a follow-up note, Marvel has also announced a ten thousand dollar donation to the Trevor Project, which well, supports then. LGBTQ youth in crisis. That is super cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I mean, we know that it's all propaganda, obviously, but when propaganda supports communities in need i'm fine with it to a point as long as they don't you know use this as an excuse to be shitty with other shitty 
things like that time they turned captain america into an actual nazi Ugh. yeah i yeah like to me what this demonstrates is the effectiveness of representation and grassroots movements where um you know this this move on disney absolutely helps with the representation and helps you know gain broader acceptance so that you don't get that like immediately hostile pushback anytime you know a trans person exists kind of thing so that's that's really great um and i think again like the fact that disney is doing this is a sign that a lot of the grassroots efforts have borne fruit so to speak Um, yeah and eventually eventually there's going to be enough representation where it's like okay now it yeah. doesn't have like it doesn't have to be a front page story anymore. Exactly. Like, the gay agenda have... is to obviate the gay agenda. There we go. The gay agenda is literally uh we're tired of talking about the gay agenda. Just, right? Yeah. Can we just <laughs> can this just be a thing in the world, please? Yeah. Like like I want to get to the point where being gay is like, oh, that's a nice hat you're wearing. Obviously it's not the same as a hat. It's not a thing that you can choose, but my point is like the reaction to it should be like the same as any other mundane detail about you. Um, you know, uh, where like, you know, I'm, I'm at my work and somebody's like, Oh, are you married? And I don't have to stop and think about my answer. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other gay agenda is just getting super ripped and throwing the best parties. And that's (laughs) what we're here for. Air horn, air horn. Have you ever watched Nanette? Uh, it's a YouTube <coughs> comedy special. Uh, from a oh woman. no, no, no! I haven't. Uh, that's the. Oh shoot. Uh, oh, I know the. Uh, we talked about this on an episode. Yeah. I can't remember what the who's the um. Who's the comedian? That's I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I forget her name off the top of my head. Yeah. But I'm reminded of a one of her bits where she's talking about being a kid watching Mardi Gras on TV, being like. Those are my people. Those are my people. But where do the quiet gays go? <laughs> I just thought it was so cute. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, random tangent. Carolyn, do you have an article? No. No, no article. I didn't Carolyn. find one that was worth talking about, so I just figured we'd talk about yours. All right, Josh, let's talk about your article if you want. Okay. Uh, it is a Florida story, but not a Florida man story. I'm sure he's it's... involved. He's always it's more of it it's more of a uh gaggle of florida children florida boys florida boy the sidekick to florida man awesome okay we're getting a spin-off story i like it (laughs) yeah so uh this from the orlando sentinel so i'm not sure how trustworthy of a source of news the sentinel is but we're just gonna assume that uh this has to be fairly true to life considering that it was straight from florida picked off the the vines where they also grow oranges um a bus full of school kids evacuated over too much axe body spray oh Gross. That stuff's disgusting. Disgusting. It's bad. That stuff was a problem when I was in high school. So gross. It's the most disgusting smell ever. 
four it years was, ago apparently no <laughs> the it was the it was a problem when i was first entering the workforce i worked at a restaurant and so like the bus boys were all like younger teenage to like 16 to 18 16 to 19 uh when i was working there so it's like it was axe body spray like so thick that you light a match near them and they would go up like the human torch it was a lot people thinking that it is both an aphrodisiac and a substitute for bathing um, that yes. was like my high school you'd walk through the hall and be like dying <sighs> oh my goodness yeah dying um i do always think of uh the brooklyn 99 uh thing where they're in nine witness nine. protection nine nine. Oh yes yeah, uh, florida yeah in florida they've they're in witness protection and uh they're also running from the cops at that point and so he picks up a body spray and it's um I can't remember what it was called, but it's uh, smell like uh, a hot New Jersey turnpike or something like that. <laughs> it's just, uh, anyways, um, a Florida student's use of Axe body spray was so overwhelming, any amount usually is, uh, that a school bus driver pulled over and called for help, thinking something was wrong. Students were asked to get off the bus in Manatee County. That can't be an actual place. Um, they, uh, they were evaluated by a local EMS, uh, but no one was taken to hospital. So, uh, we obviously have to talk about this. So, um, the, the rule of thumb, <laughs> first and foremost, when it comes to scent... Like, no scent is best, honestly. Like, buy unscented, kids. I'm serious. That said, if you really want to wear scents, uh, if you can smell it, you're, weighing too, you're wearing too much. That That is the rule. If, if you put it on and you can smell it, way too much. Dial it way the heck back. Um, and also, Axe body spray, cologne, yeah. anything that... Like, that... For, yeah. for the fellas out there listening... You don't need any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Literally, have a shower, shave, a yeah. little bit of aftershave is all that you need. It'll carry you through the rest of the day. Just <laughs> yeah. like couple, just a drop in the hand, rub it up, you know, slap it on. <clears throat> That's all you need. It's yes, yeah. Of course, wear deodorant, and I don't know what yeah. Jean's <laughs> talking about. Scented deodorant, okay, like. If, if you go with unscented, uh, it doesn't matter what strength uh, antiperspirant it is, you're going to smell through it. Okay. <laughs> the reason I mention unscented is because some people have sensitivities. And depending on well, your workplace or your school, um, some people hypersensitive, just like allergies in general. Um, For sure. Yeah. And like that notwithstanding, the, the scented thing you should have is deodorant at, yeah. at the very least that is a, a requirement in my opinion um especially for a school bus full of teenagers june yeah yeah and i think <laughs> i think like okay um yeah so a little uh i don't know biology lesson um i'm sure most of our listeners know this but i'm gonna mention it uh the the brain acts as a filter for a lot of sensory inputs so um 
you, you know, of all the information that your brain brings in, a very, very tiny percent actually makes it to your, your conscious mind. Um, and that includes things like sounds and smells. Like you ever, you know, have somebody say, point out that, um, there's a noise that you didn't hear before until like it's pointed out. And then all of a sudden, like you, it, it starts to become annoying. Um, similar with like smells, like any, any low level smell in your environment, uh, that you are smelling constantly, your brain will block it out. So you literally cannot smell low intensity smells that are ever present. Um, but the people around you who haven't been smelling you all day, they can definitely smell it. So if you, if you can smell yourself, that means that it is a very strong aroma and you are wearing way too freaking much. And also if you end up using cologne, like we don't have to explain this. Queer Eye has been on the air since the nineties. Like you should all know this by now. You spritz the perfume or cologne in the air and walk through the spritz. That's yes. all you need. Yeah. Uh, or a tiny, tiny drop behind the ear is another acceptable option. But And if you use shaving, uh, aftershave like I do, it's literally just a dash in your hand. You rub it in, you pat it on your face and maybe under your neck, maybe on your chest. But like you, you never, you never go back for a second, second dab. Yeah, it's not required. No, yeah, like a little drop, and if you can't smell it, that is the correct amount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously, uh, it does sound like we've all had uh, Axe body spray oh, incidents. Yes. Yeah. I never uh, had the spray, but I did have uh, Old Spice at one point, and. Yeah. I do still wear Old Spice. That is the aftershave that I use because I am very old. <laughs> I but actually I, can't... I like I liked the aroma. Uh, strangely enough, um, it's a very man smell. So obviously, I don't use it anymore. But yeah, it's <laughs> sure. not an unpleasant aroma. No, it's just I'm not. I'm very old, but I'm not old enough to want like electric shave yeah. aftershave. Like that's that to me is a grandpa smell, and I'm not prepared for that part of my life yet the real challenge was finding like aftershave that isn't a man smell uh that that took some some hunting is that like uh, what's it called yeah there's a a place in calgary called kent of inglewood uh that has a variety of uh i'm gonna say fancy aftershaves um and one of them is like a cucumber and rose water that smells quite lovely um yeah and it's it's still like it's designed for men, but it's it's a very nice smell and it's it's feminine enough because mm. they, they they don't make aftershave for ladies. Go figure. No. Yeah. Carolyn, uh, what is your Axe body spray incident? I'm sure it's just another high school thing. There's just a bunch of people in high school that smell disgusting from walking around you, you just, never had to just, go into it a, just oh. smells disgusting and really gross that's yeah. all <laughs> the, uh, the boys locker room after gym class <laughs> i mean that's just a normal statement it's it was always bad yeah um True. let's uh play our very favorite game where we speculate wildly over what what scent do you think was so alarming to this bus driver that he thought something was wrong with the bus. Oh. So obviously it's not going to be 
phoenix or bare fist or angry mermaid I, or whatever the fuck there's an angry mermaid smell i i don't know i, I don't I, I don't know max body spray so we have to like make up a smell that i that's what i'm saying is we we have to we gotta brainstorm there's gotta be some sort of florida specific body spray that smelt like uh burning transmission fuel or oh, uh, it, something. i guarantee it's got to be nascar themed oh okay so nascar theme uh i was thinking something along the lines of like uh the i mean it's florida so like swamp smell in general so like maybe like florida shallow beach or something like that Ooh, maybe maybe like monster truck fumes or um speedboat yes yes speedboat um or uh what's the uh what like motocross yeah it could be motocross now like okay so we i think we're fairly sure it is some sort of high performance vehicle yes. of some description uh, so let's, I mean, first thought, best thought, let's go ahead with NASCAR. June, Yeah. what is the scent profile of the NASCAR, uh, Axe body spray that would have been so alarming you would stop a bus and call, uh, EMTs to the scene? All right. So, uh, you want to get like the real feel of being in a NASCAR crowd. So there's going to be, uh, hints of like caramel and uh like hot dog and ketchup and mustard you know like your your typical like stand smells as well as you'd, you'd have to have like the the engine fumes and the, the the grease uh so there'll be like like hints of like uh petroleum and uh maybe like a hint of sulfur um uh as... high high uh, high proof, low quality alcohols. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. A little. Uh, yeah. Uh, bourbon. Would bourbon be a uh, Florida? No. What bourbon? Bourbon's not Florida, but I was thinking more like uh, bad moonshine. Maybe. I don't, Just I, like straight they... up four loco. Well, Florida. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, what? What's Jason from the Good Place? What's his favorite drink? Um, swamp juice. No. Isn't that what he called it? Oh, maybe. No, that no. Sw- swamp juice was um. Wasn't that uh uh. Eleanor when she had like every flavor of soda or something oh, like that. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. I forget, but there was something uh, to do with swamp juice. Ooh, uh, and and maybe like uh tones of Monster Energy drink. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could have just been straight up Monster Energy drink on fire, and that would have been enough to pull over the car. Yes, yeah. Okay, uh, so our NASCAR branded uh, scent is the smell of grease, uh, bad liquor, maybe maybe just like straight up uh, Jägermeister, don't forget uh, mustard. Monster. You got you got Mu- mustard. Yeah, ke- ketchup and mustard, but like the sickly sweet kinds, the ones yeah. that you're like, this is way too much sugar for a condiment. <laughs> um, um, yes. Yeah. And uh, Monster Energy drink on fire. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have birthed 
the worst Axe body spray. I think it's only fair that Carolyn names it. <laughs> Carolyn, you got to come up with some with like a really sexy, powerful teen boys will wear this because it they think it makes them a man name brand this uh, beautiful beautiful monstrosity we've um, made um i don't know oh i know it could be called walk like a man walk like a man we did it uh yeah. i'm filing the patent paper now love it love it i mean it's Walk like a man, and then the tagline would be like, No son of mine will wear anything else. <laughs> Perfect. Funny. Yeah. I like that. Uh, June. Yes. Tell me what you want people to check out this week. Uh, okay, well, first thing, I'd like to repeal my previous recommendation of Overlord. It just, it, it went to a weird place, and I It, it got bad? It got worrying? Uh... Okay, like I mentioned last week, it, you know, the the tagline seems to be that he is like a hapless office worker who has to pretend to be an evil overlord, except the writers seem to have forgotten the pretend side of it, and he is just straight up an evil overlord. Um, the part that really just made me go ick and turn it off Keep in mind, like, there's been a lot of, like, suggestive stuff as there is in, you know, what is essentially a harem anime. Um, but there's one part where he has to punish one of his female generals. Um, and they make this throne for him out of human bones. And he doesn't want to sit on the throne of human bones. So he decides that the punishment will be to make this female general be his throne. And I was like, okay, nope, we're done. This that's That's as far as I'm willing to go with this. Like there, there was some, there was some creepy stuff before that. It was like, okay, whatever. This is like kind of ubiquitous in anime. You kind of, you kind of have to just grin and bear it. But yeah, the, like when he's actually using one of his generals as a literal throne, I'm like, nope, done. Uh, and I shouldn't have to explain why I find that problematic. Um, yeah, no, I mean that one's that one's pretty much softball sort of. This is going to feel really bad, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there, like I said, there were there were some parts before where it was just like you know, eye roll, sigh, whatever. This was, anyways. Um, I have. Let's see. Today I watched a video on speedrunning, uh, specifically like the original NES Castlevania. So speedrunning, I don't watch actual speedrunning, but I watch videos about speedrunning, and they can be mm-hmm. quite fascinating. Uh, um. Oh no, I I yeah. agree. I I mean, I was saying last time I dived back into the H bomber guy after you yes. reminded me he did yeah. that new video, and he did a very interesting, uh, a very interesting video about speedrunning itself and why it's impressive and like heartening, and it was very good. So yeah. like I. I don't think I'm interested in speedrunning in general. I tried. Uh, I was like, what game am I really good at that I could speedrun? And then I checked the like current record and there's no goddamn way. Well, yeah. So uh, the website, or sorry, the YouTube channel that I've been watching is called Summoning Salt. 
And it's similar to the H Bomber Guy video, but he goes, he has like a number of videos that go into like specific games. Um, and speedrunning, the things that I find interesting about it are the fact that there is like constant improvement and just how like clever and creative some of the solutions people come up with, like, and how, how specific it gets. Um, like the Castlevania one, for example, you know, they start off by just talking about, yeah, like it was a really solid run, a lot of skill while executed. Um, and then like, as it gets, you know, more and more competitive, they're talking about like situations where you have to do frame perfect hits. Like, um, you, you hit the, the, and, and keep in mind, like, you know, we're talking, um, a 60th of a second, you have to time this one specific movement. And if you miss that movement, the whole run's dead. Or uh, the fact that certain things only have like a 50% chance of happening favorably. And so you have to run again and again and again, and you'll, you know, do a run that's going really well. And then, you know, that 50% thing goes against you and you just have to do another run and so on and so forth. Um, so I find it really fascinating as far as like speedrunning myself, eh, that seems like a lot of work. Um, <sighs> a lot of speedrunners don't necessarily do it for world record. Like you can just do speed runs for personal best. Um, and it looks like something that could still be a lot of fun. Uh, if you have the patience to play the same game obsessively over and over and over I do not. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I mean, that. I, I don't know that I'm interested in even watching them. To be honest, uh, watching videos about them can be interesting. It, admittedly, like after a couple hours, I was like, okay, what else can I watch on YouTube? But yeah, there's there's some interesting videos. So, what was the uh, specifically to check out, or just speed running community? Like, in uh, general? well, again, I was watching YouTube videos today, and summoning salt was really interesting. Um, and I guess community. I've been watching community again. Uh, I'm sure we've talked about it in the past. Um, we have the it, last season that they ended up doing is got some issues. Okay, and that was where I was like, yeah, all I right, maybe I don't like this anymore. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch past where uh, um, Danny Glover left. So yeah, that yeah, that's pretty much the like I'm. I, yeah, the impression that I get from the internet is that, like, when he leaves is kind of the time to stop watching the show. Um, it it has problematic elements, like the principal, uh, there's, the principal is a somewhat transphobic caricature, and to my knowledge, the show never actually addresses that. Like, they do. Oh, That's they do? part of the element that I'm like, that was when I was oh, finally poorly. like, maybe this is no longer for me. Poorly handled? I mean, yeah, but it was uh, Britta's fault. Uh, like, they do a whole flash forward dream sequence reboot oh. of the show that is the show sort of thing. Okay. Like it, just another, it, it's just another like Abed breaking the fourth wall type thing, okay. talking about like the show that is their lives sort of thing. Yeah, and I mean Britta's always that problem character in general, but like her pitch for the reboot pretty much just nails puts the nail in the coffin of like 
Yeah, we know that uh, this character needs some level of explanation and closure to make sense, but here's the here's the dumb liberal saying it, so it's gonna be real bad, and it's just it's yeah. bad. It's just yeah. not great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't need to see that. So yeah, uh, Danny Glover leaves, and we stop watching that show because yeah, like the first season, you know the homophobia. There's there's yeah. There's a lot of like, they try to hang a lampshade on it, but it, it's not successful. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, but I mean, you ignore that. Like, it's it's a really charming show. Um, I mean, it, we're just gonna come right back to the whole product of its time. Exactly. It literally, Static media. Yeah. It literally started um, before, like a good amount of cultural understanding was in place and that it kind of like fails because uh the general acceptance and understanding of a lot of those factors was pretty far in its infancy when it first aired yeah and so they're trying to they're trying to like build a show around the fact that you, there there's this growing movement of understanding but nobody's quite there yet yeah and the show and, is still very much of that mindset that, like, uh, what do they call it? Both sidesism, where yeah. you know, like, oh yeah, liberal and conservative are just different lenses of viewing the world, and both have their valid viewpoints. And it's like, eh. I mean, politics in general are fucked up, and it's important to not conflate personal politics with, um like government politics they're very different things i mean we also know that like the big part of this show is you know is jeff winger being the shitty shady uh uh lawyer guy right and i think a big part of what people miss with the concept is like yeah, he's making a good point. Yeah, he's making a good argument. Yeah, you can pick away the things that are correct in what he's saying. But just because he makes a good argument doesn't mean that he's right. And that is kind of the whole, like, mm -hmm. yeah, he comes around at the end. Yeah, he does his big speech. Yeah, everybody, you know, gains a level of understanding and moves on from that point. But, like, he's still, he's still a bad guy. It's just he's able to weasel his way out of the shit that he does and he gets better towards the end like you know a couple seasons in he got these genuine friendships and whatnot but at the same time it's like you're still doing the shitty douchebag stuff stop yeah uh we need to sorry uh we have to uh, wrap it up pretty quick here because we have a lot of moving stuff to get done tonight still sure carolyn in Hi. like five words what do you want people to check out um what have we been watching uh <laughs> we watched i like the disney streaming service <laughs> we watched the next episode of mrs mazel yeah. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We've been watching that much TV lately because we've been organizing and packing for moving. So yeah. I don't have much stuff that's new to suggest. That's okay. Uh, Josh, what do you recommend? Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. It's awesome. still great. It's still yeah. a good one. So we'll go with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you wanted to find us on social media, June is at... Gemini underscore trans. 
And Carolyn is not on the internet. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at uh, Tescud. That's T-H-S-C-U-D. Same as our Patreon. Patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-C-U-D. You can find all of our stuff on scudsworth.com as well. There's links to all those social media and whatnot. Uh, share this with your friends. Like, subscribe, comment. Do all the stuff on uh, podcast apps and whatnot. Uh, we are barreling towards Christmas, so there might be another missed episode or two somewhere in the future, just so that you're not surprised if that happens. We're still thinking of you, and we are wishing you a happy holiday at that time, but, like, we don't really know what our plans are for the next upcoming also uh we record on tuesdays and that's christmas eve i don't think uh any of these guys want to do a podcast on christmas eve so uh, we'll probably miss that uh that following week so probably won't have anything for the 29th but we'll be back later and we'll we'll do our best though maybe we'll just record two episodes back to back or something like that anyways uh if you listen thanks for listening if you didn't listen thanks for nothing allow us to play you out It's Josh and Kamala, and we want to invite you to listen to our podcast, What We're Into. <laughs> uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30-year-olds uh, talk about things they like because we have, like, no free time, so, like, we don't really get to talk to each other or anything, so uh, we take the time to sit down and... Uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley, or Star Trek, or any other anime or manga series, and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there, or find us on. Uh, iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into you'll find it I I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you bye bye